us. I have to apologize. We didn't put out our episode last week. We recorded it, but we didn't put it out. I was a little under the weather, so we're bringing it to you today. So, as always with me is our wonderful gaming guru, Edwin. Hello, hello. So, we're going to have some fun and hope you guys enjoy this. We're going to do a little something different. We're not going to do our normal, you know, tell you what's going on. We're going to jump right in. We have a special guest and have some fun with you. And it's going to be amazing. Yes. Be prepared to be amazed. Be very prepared. (laughs) And just so you know, too, like, this is going to be, it's a phone call. The quality is going to be a little different than what we're used to until we get every, all of our equipment up and ready. So it's still going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump right in. And uh, next thing you're going to hear is uh, me on the phone. Okay, today we have a very special, awesome guest here on Nerd Candy. And that is... Hi, buddy, John Ricky. Say hello to the people. (laughs) Hello, people. All over the world. You're awesome. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's uh, our lovely friend from Nerd With Me is here hanging out. Yes, yes. Gotta hang. You always gotta hang sometime. (laughs) So what we're going to do today... As we're going to do a movie elimination. Movie elimination. Okay. Yeah. Right. We're going to do it mm-hmm. March Madness style. March Madness style. Oh, boy. This might be tough. <laughs> Depends on what type of movies we're, we're uh, March Madnessing. That's, that's what we're going to do right now. So between the three of us, we're going to just shout out. 1980s, 90s cult classics. And I'm going to start with Goonies. Goonies. Uh, All right. What we got? What we got? Oh, I'm going next? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Hmm, 80s or 90s classics. Cult fiction. Cult fiction. Oh, damn. Yeah, gotta go with that one. I'm going to throw a never-ending uh, story in here. Your move. Flight of the Navigator. Oh, that's a good one. That is a cult classic right there. There you go. Right. Oh, and I'm going again? Yep. Legend. Ooh, good one. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. A.K.A. the original Zelda. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, since you went legend, down, right? I'm going to go Willow. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, okay, all right. That's a good one. That's a solid one. Wait, uh, how many are we going? We here? have to do 16. Like 16. All right, 16. All right. Um, here, here, here's one. Fear okay. and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that's a solid one. That's good. Yeah. All right. Um. I got got to got to dig deep here. Hold on. 
Okay, best B movie of all time, besides Evil Dead. Actually, Evil Dead. There you go. All right. There you go. What were you going to say? <laughs> Killer clowns from outer space. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, how could you not kill a clown from outer space? I got one. I went with Labyrinth. Drop Dead Fred. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a song when no one thinks about Problem Child. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, wait, and we can't forget Edward Scissorhands. But is that really a cult classic? Um, I wouldn't call him totally a cult classic. Um, I, I just call that classic, really. Yeah, true. True that, true that. To be honest. Well, how about... Like, stuff is like cult. Um, oh my god. The Last Dragon. Wait, what? The Last Dragon. Which one? The Last Dragon. Hold on. Uh, I'm Bruce yes. Leroy. Yes. 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 <laughs> Buster Rhymes as an evil role. Has <laughs> shown up. Oh wow! Big yeah. trouble, in little China. Which one? Which one? Why do you guys steal? Why, why do you guys steal that from me? <laughs> why do you steal that from me? We have Big two more slots. <laughs> Tank girl. Okay, we gotta put. Oh. We gotta have Tank girl. Do we? I don't think I've actually watched Tank girl. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Never, never mind. Is that, is that really <laughs> a, a cult classic? Because I remember watching that and I was like, man, it's uh. <laughs> oh, okay. Crow. Oh, I'm literally just putting them Crow. anywhere on my my board. Um, the other one I really wanted to say, other than Big Trouble in Little China, was there was another one that reminded me the of thing. the thing. The thing. The thing. Ooh, the thing. Yes. Come on. That, oh man, I forgot one more. Which one? It just came out with a sequel, Blade Runner. Oh, well, I'm going to, we're going to put Blade Runner. We're not going to put the last one. Blade Blade Runner makes the cut. Okay, so we have 16 movies. I kind of just wrote them anywhere. Yep. So we have to all agree on what movie, and, but you can't just say you want a movie. You have to say why you want one movie over the other. Okay. Okay. So, All right, so we're picking the ones that we're keeping. Yes. So, All right, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm go well, first. No, I, Can I go first? Well, I have to tell you what the bracket is. Okay. Okay, so the first lineup is Goonies versus Drop Dead Fred. Oh, got to go Goonies. Goonies, I mean, I love, I love Drop Dead Fred, but the classicness. And just the quotability of Goonies is it's lopsided to me. Yeah. It's the beginning of it's the beginning of Thanos and Samwise. <laughs> I forget yes, Thanos is in it every time too. And and <laughs> and also Samwise gets be Seriously. He, he becomes Super Bob. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. It's, exactly. Super on, Bob yeah. is like Mikey grown up though. Yep, 
<laughs> if you really think about it, that's who Mikey grew up oh, to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's kind of true. That's why I was yeah. so sad. I was like, why, why, Superbob? Yeah. <laughs> no, I met him, and I like. It's funny because I meet Sean Ashton, and I'm looking at him like, mm, yep, Goonies. That's it. I don't care about anything else you've ever been in. Goonies is awesome. <laughs> That's all that can come out of my mouth. Great. Best Samwise Gamgee ever. Yes. <laughs> Drop Dead Fred is a good movie. I mean, it does. Look, it's fun. You know, it's it's a fun thing for what it is. Uh, I mean, I really the only the main thing I remember from there is cobwebs. If I, you know, he's looking up uh, up up her mom's skirt. <laughs> that's the only thing I really that's the main thing I remember for that movie um, you know I just thought of another movie that we could have put on there <laughs> I, I mean this does remind me I mean I, I, like you can take this out whatever I don't care but I just wanted to mention it just because it just came to me Little Monsters oh, oh. true true that is a good one oh. well hey yeah, next bracket, next bracket. <laughs> All right, so what's up? What's so next? next next round is Pulp Fiction versus Evil Dead. Oh, my God. I know, this is a hard you one. Heart? You want my heart or my lungs? <laughs> this is, oh, my God. She just uh, ripped my soul out of my body. <laughs> yeah, Evil Dead Sally. I'll have to you, I'll have to say Pulp Fiction because it's Pulp Fiction. I love Evil Dead. Don't get me wrong, but Pulp Fiction is just it's like really up there on my list. Yeah, I've been to the pawn shop where he got raped. By the way, I found it. <laughs> yes, I was living in California. I had to like I like finding random things, so I googled and I had to find the where the rape pawn shop. Yeah, it, yeah, you gotta give it to Paul Fiction by the narrowest margins, but that's basically just because it's just cult classic by itself. I mean. All the quotables, all all the characters in there. I mean, the style of filmmaking. But I'm gonna. Stylish, but, but Evil Dead has its own style to it, and it's great for what it did with the horror genre and combining comedy with with horror. It's one of the best comedy horrors of all time. This was gonna say. This is kind of a two to one because you guys both vote yes. Pulp Fiction, but my vote was definitely for Evil Dead. Though I do love Pulp Fiction and the different storytelling, it kind of changed a little bit the way stories were being told. Not so linear. Yeah, the way it's so interlocked, and you're like, oh my god. Because it builds this whole tapestry of the I underworld mean, in such a way, you're just like, wow, everything and Christopher together Walken, and comes around. Christopher yeah, Walken put a clock up his butt. One, so. of, the best, yeah, one <laughs> of the best monologues like, ever, and it's Done by Christopher Walken. It's great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's dead. That's dead. Come on. Yes, but I do love Evil Dead because, and again, I like Evil Dead because I love Awesomely Bad. So the the gore, just for the gore, that it was just like it was like you said, it was comical. 
comical gore has not been done any better than it was in Evil Dead. True. Very true. Very true. People take blood and, too and seriously all... nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Evil Dead also had, like, its own beautiful style that works so well with its story. And you just, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just, like, awesome oh, I cut off my arm. <laughs> yeah. The awesome oh, snap zooms. But Pulp Fiction <laughs> is the ultimate winner in that one. Two to one. Yeah, I was, right. like, yeah. I just want to make sure of <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like you, you just, you just pitted two, you know, heavy hitters together, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's wherever they landed on the paper. <laughs> okay, like, so this one, me this one's not any easier. Oh god, oh, god. <laughs> Never Ending Story versus Blade Runner. Oh come on. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Why would you do this to Deckard? Like for real? You're, you're killing me. Now, now I gotta choose to be a replicant or a human. Yep. Or Dolly a replicant. Or you, yeah. you, you can be. I mean. Oh. I know a Treyu holds a close place in a your tra- heart. A Treyu and Fa- and Falcor have a place in my heart. I mean, I I can quote you in saying you're going to name your child Atreyu. I'm, no, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I told you that, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, yes, you did. I, I would name one of my children Atreyu. Yes, I would. Bar none. And everyone would call him Trey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. As much as I love it, and as dark as it is for a kid's movie, I mean, if you really think about that never-ending story, like, that is, like, the poster child for, oh, what's it called? Just suicidal thoughts, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially with, especially with Rockbiter, you're just like, okay, this guy is a poster child for depression. Oh, seriously. He was seriously depressed. You know? Like, you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to let stuff I mean, if you really think about it, you're like, it is. It but that's part two. Very Germanic, Grimm's, Grimm's brothers fairy tale lore to it, and it's just, and it's great in its own right. But him letting I mean, the darkness take him is never-ending story too, with yeah. Jonathan Brandon. I love how they changed the kid completely, but it's supposed to be still the Ugh. same kid. That's like the beauty of it was, the '90s. It was horrible. They replace you oh, was... with people who don't even look anything like you. But it's cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they did it in Iron Man, so, yeah. <laughs> nah, but, okay, to choose between the two, I'm going to have to go Blade Runner. Okay, so. Just because it, it uh-huh. it's just so iconic in cinema, like, compared to Star Wars. It was this dark adult Noir is like is a whole combination of uh, Star Wars meets uh, uh, Casablanca or something like that, or, or no, the Maltese Falcon. That's actually not a bad way of describing it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah, pretty spot on. Yeah, that's actually spot on. Yeah, in Star Wars. 
Yeah. It's just like, it was so great, and it has one of the best villains that you, that was the original, like, I guess you call him, like, almost Thanos, like, because you're just like, man, he's really going vicious about it, but you kind of, you understand why he's doing it. You kind of feel for him, yeah. Yeah, especially, it was one of the best, you know, dying monologues I've seen in modern cinema. I mean, come on, like, tears in the rain. You're just like, man, why am I calling for the villain? He's like, he just wanted to land, man. What the hell? (laughs) My vote's going to be for Never Ending Story. (laughs) Never Ending Story, this holds a place in my heart. I have them. It's part of my collection. I, I, I can't betray Falcor. (laughs) <laughs> or Trey you or or Bastion. Mostly Falcor. I loved Falcor when I was little. I wanted to, to ride Come a on, giant. The childlike emperor. <laughs> he named her. Yes. It's a great name, by the way. <laughs> like the childlike emperor is like really, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, this this movie's awesome. Yes, it was. It was fun. So, Edwin, you're the tiebreaker. I love the never-ending story. Loved, loved the story, but Blade Runner, for me, was very impactful. You know, it, it, it's, right at, it's right at what I really like. Cause I love sci-fi, love Harrison Ford, and it's just the way that the story was told and how he's actually hunting down the replicants. It's just like, to me, it's like, Watching Han Solo, but in a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic, you know, cyberpunk feel, world, you know, fantasy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and, plus, I, and plus, just in fact, the moral, the moral, uh, you know, ambiguity of the situation too is really catching. I know, throwing all those big words. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Our listeners are smart. And you know, I did, I did grow up with the never-ending story, but it's when I saw Blade Runner for the first time, it really blew my mind. All right, so Blade Runner wins. Next up is Flight of the Navigator, and this is just where they landed versus the Crow, which for me personally uh, is one-sided. I love uh, the Flight of the Navigator, wow. but the Crow is the movie that made me go to film school. And I'm very happy that Momoa is not going to be taking over the mantle. <laughs> He's purdy, but that's it. Like that's that's as far as he goes. I love the crow, but I also love Flight of the Navigator. So it's like, uh, why why am I being torn between these two movies? <laughs> See, the crow for me had the best villain monologue. I love his monologue when he is, he has all the villains at the long table and he is talking about how they commercialize Devil's Night and how they're going to take it back. I was like, guys, awesome. You know, yeah, he's good with his raspy voice. It's like, you know, only he can deliver that. He's just like, yeah. I mean, despite the, you know, screwing his sister part, he was pretty badass. Oh, yeah. like, 
sister and brother by marriage or something. I don't know. They never really specified. I'm hoping she was adopted. (laughs) (laughs) It was was definitely Brandon Lee's best role. Far done. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, two for the crow? Well, I want to give my reasons why. Well, I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Two for the crow. Two for the crow. Because, I mean, first off, it's an amazing, simple story of vengeance from the afterlife. It's like, all right, he's undead. How are they going to kill him? You're you're actually wondering, like, how is the villain going to best him? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, they really can't. And plus, it really just does just takes you there, man. And it feels all the time that it came out, you know, like with Nirvana and uh, all, all the other bands that are like that, it just really encompassed that time, and that brings me to the point of probably one of the most appropriate soundtracks ever made. I know, because it can't rain all the time. (laughs) 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 It it, it just encompasses everything that happens in that movie. It's just like, yes, this works so well, it's insane. Plus, it actually was good. Yeah. And the cinematography was perfect. That's that's why I went to school for cinematography was because of that movie. It's just beautiful. Right. There you go. Inspiration right there. The fact that the now, shadows were like their own character in that movie. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, he does like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Flight of the Navigator. I mean, come on, Pee Wee Herman as as the oh, what's the name of the character? The ship? I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think it was, I, I think it was Al. Yeah, I think Al. Yeah. Yep. Watch out for those cables, Al. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it's yeah, a classic yeah, coming of age too. movie, definitely. Very. Yep. And time travel. Right, wait, hold on. What year was the Death Flight of the Navigator come out? 1986. The year what you're born. What year was it that Back to the Future came out? Uh, 85. Oh, okay, so is it okay, so. Never mind. <laughs> but it, it's a great movie, and it was it's fun, but I feel like, unfortunately, that just has to go to the crow. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, I love Flight of the Navigator. I loved it so damn much. You already voted for Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> I wrote your vote down. Saying, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, Flight, no back you know, Flight of the Navigator, you know, to me was very awesome. And the thing is, I saw that movie first before Back to the Future. So my first time travel movie was Flight, you know, Flight of the Navigator, you know. So it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> I didn't see the crow until, like, years down, you know. And it's like, oh, I was like, she has a point. The movie's great. The movie's amazing. Brandon Lee was just phenomenal. But I'm so close to Flight of the Navigator, you know, because I saw that with my sis. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I got to oh, say that one. Know, exactly. You know what you got to do now. You know what you got to do now. You got to give us the wolf, man. You got to give us a lone, lone wolf cry, man. Woo! <laughs> wolf? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, so be next proud, bracket. Be proud. 
Next bracket, we have Val Kilmer versus Tom Cruise. Legend oh, versus Legend Willow. Willow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. But Legend, Legend, it has to be Legend. Like I said before, you gamers in the audience, you know, you take a look at Legend, you're going to be like, this is Zelda. <laughs> it yeah, really was. Like he does. Like he does kind of like play. A year before Zelda, a year before Zelda officially released, I think it came out in '85. Uh, I want to say '84, and then '85 or '86, Zelda came out. Hold on, checking. I'm I'm fact checking right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. my thing is '85. It, it, it came out '85. Yeah, yeah, '85. All right, yeah. Besides, it can't. It's really Scott. Really Scott at his best, even though the story is, well, it's kind of there, but it's just amazing visuals. You know, really Scott kills it with his costume design. And Tim Curry, man. Tim Curry is darkness. Yeah, wow, I love Tim Curry. He is some of the best. He's one of the best villains. And it's like, yeah, that's Dan and Dwarf. Oh, yeah. Just in just in devil form. Just in demon form. I mean, yes. One of his many forms. He is darkness. He is darkness. Plain and simple. And it creeped me the hell out when uh, he seduced uh, the princess. I remember I, that actually put me off of oatmeal cookies. For some reason, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird because I was eating oatmeal cookies. I was watching that scene where she's like, where that faceless thing is dancing. It is freaking me out. I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm seeing people. People, no, 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 no. So it's creeping me the hell out. And she comes in. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I don't, I don't want oatmeal cookies for like a year. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, that's, for stuff. me though, it's Tim Curry. Tim Curry is what yeah. wins me over in this battle of the awesomeness. He was a good villain. He has an oh, awesome yeah. voice. It's just Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, his whole monologue at the beginning, another night. He's just like, okay, all right. I mean, you have yeah, a unicorn. I'm here to that voice. He's the last unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, my uh, vote is also for Legend. Edwin? Legend. All right. Wow, oh, that's unanimous. So, sorry, Val Kilmer. <laughs> I don't, but you know what? Look, we got we got to give it some shine, though. It's like, Willow is great. I mean, obviously, uh, for uh, Val Kilmer and, oh, what's Whose name? I'm not remembering his name right Warwick now. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. He was bred for that role. He was great. He was great. I love the movie. But, I mean, if it comes on, I would yeah. sit and watch it any day. But my main thing is actually is actually like there's a couple of throwaway characters in that movie that you're just like, wow, they really didn't need them, and that was the the little guys, the Kevin Pollock and whoever else. It's like, you really could cut them out, and it would have been the same movie. <laughs> uh, I understand where you're coming from. So, yeah. Legend by the Landslide. Unanimous yeah. decision. Okay, this mm-hmm. one, yeah. 
I don't know. For me, this one's easy, but it might be a little bit harder for you guys. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas versus labyrinth. Uh, I'm going to go with dance, magic, dance. (laughs) The Goblin King has my vote every and any time. Labyrinth was cool. I'm just not a big musical guy. I liked it, but it's not one of those, oh, man, you know what? That just made me think of another one. Damn it. But whatever. <laughs> um, I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell you later. But, yeah, man, like Jennifer Connelly, she was great in it. Uh, was it David Bowie? Yes, yeah. as the Goblin King. Yeah, 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 as the Goblin King. He was he, he is amazing as the Goblin King. Uh, the puppetry is, is, is well that, good. I love the whole production and everything like that. And the world feels great. It feels real. Like when I was a little kid, I was scared of the guys who threw their heads at you. <laughs> yeah, they, as an adult, cool. they still make me uncomfortable when I watch the movie. <laughs> I love the bookworm. Yeah. I like. I love. Um, Othos. And I, I'm a big Muppet fan, so, like, I love the Labyrinth. I accidentally bought yeah. it twice because I didn't realize I already had it. <laughs> That's dedication right there. Yep. Now, I got to go with Fear and Loathing, though. Yeah, it's like, it, it is literally a movie almost about nothing. But everything that happens in it, I mean, if you really think about it, it's like, what, how does this, how does all of these random scenes really connect, to be honest? Yet, you're just, you're just drawn to it just because Johnny Depp and Benicio Del Toro are carrying it well. And it's this whole big-ass acid trip, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I'm just wondering, how did, how did this guy... Uh, Hunter S. Thompson, how did he do all these drugs and not die? Yeah. Same thing with Wolf on Wall Street. He's just like, dude, he's doing mescaline. Like, hey, I just got a little acid. (laughs) It's like, well, it's like, how did he do all these drugs and still have a brain to actually tell the stories afterwards? How are you functioning? Well, you know what? That's the thing. That's (laughs) the beauty of the movie is the fact that you are Hunter S. Thompson in this. Where it's like he's really just piecing it together, piece, 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 but they don't really connect really at all. And just random people come in and out on this journey through Vegas, and you're just like, I don't know what's going on. But and plus, it has one of the best uh, opening narrations of all time. It's like we're somewhere, we're somewhere around Barstow when the drugs begin to take hold. You're just like, oh, okay, so this is this is what it's gonna be. Got it. <laughs> And it's and it's funny because um, have you guys seen you guys seen the movie Rango right? Yeah. With the lizard, yeah. Yeah, there's an there's an actual like little throwback to. Oh yeah, the movie everybody Rango. knows that. Well, well, I mean, he uses the same voice in Rango. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it's like. Oh, fun fact! You know the rotating bar that he goes to in Vegas. Uh huh. Found that too. Yeah. <laughs> They, oh, they, they, it's not a bar anymore, but it's I've been to where it it still rotates. I've been on it. Right. 
Oh, that's awesome. I'm always looking for little things. <laughs> you know what? Oh. Keep it lit. That, that's what I you got to do. I would have to say with The Labyrinth because it's, again, it's a movie that my sister pretty much picked out for me when I was, you know, when I was, how can you remember how old I was when that movie came out? But, exactly, Sentimental Value. And it's just awesome because just recently uh, she told me that she saw the movie with her kids and her kids loved it. And I was like, of course, you know, that's just how, how we were when we first saw it, you know. It, it came out the year you were born. That's what I'm saying. It came out in 86. I, I think I probably saw it maybe when I was like six or seven. Maybe, no, I think probably like nine. Give or take, give or take like around nine. Okay. But it, it, it holds a very sentimental place in my heart. Aww. <laughs> he has a heart. Open, <laughs> I know. I have one. A small one, but I have one. <laughs> okay, Mr. Bridge. <laughs> okay, moving to the next bracket, we have Killer Clowns from Outer Space versus The Problem Child. You know what? That's perfect. That's perfect that these two are battling it out. Okay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Problem Child. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Because I really love the Problem Child. But Killer Clowns is such an awesome horror goodness, and it and it's made so like they're they're so uh, uh, what's it called tongue in cheek. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with how bad it, you know what? Nah, I gotta give it to Killer Clowns. I got I have to give it to Killer Clowns because exactly what I just said. They're tongue in cheek with like yeah, we're doing this cheap. Obviously, we are making our own version of it. It's that we're putting comedy on it. <laughs> and we're going to have a be alien. Because that's basically what it is. Come on, they're, they're wrapping people in cotton candy and then drinking their blood with a, a twisty, exactly, a twisty exactly. straw. Yes. I, exactly. After that, I wanted like, twisty tries. <laughs> it's like, who does that? They, they are literally drinking blood out of cotton candy, out of cocoon people in cotton candy. And we're twisty, like twisty. That's both. That's both. <laughs> that's both outlandish and actually genius. You know, because it's like, oh yeah. And how much coke were they doing when they came up with that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Obviously, it, the answer is crazy. enough. <laughs> yes, more than enough. I would. I would have to go with Killer Clowns. Okay. Okay. Woo, See, I love um Problem Child. John Ritter, awesome. May he rest in peace. Love John Ritter. Like I was a huge fan of Three's Company. Like I well, because it was at Nick at Night when I was little, so I would watch. Yep, I would watch. You no, know, Three's Company and Nick at Night. Come and knock on my oh, door. <laughs> really? Really? You're going to pull out the musical now? Yeah, yeah just because you don't like the musical. <laughs> well, I think, no, I don't really care for musicals, which that uh, you also just reminded me what I should have said. And it was 
little monsters, right? But also little shop of horrors. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, this this bracket could have gone on forever. <laughs> no, no. My favorite song from Little Shop of Horrors is Suddenly Seymour. <laughs> I just like the Bill Murray, the Bill Murray cameo. You are something special. You are something special. Thank you. <laughs> That's a great movie. Thank you. But Killer Clowns takes it. Unanimous. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I had to give John Ritter his credit, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the freaking, the puppets, the the shadow puppets that he was doing. Oh, the shadow puppets. Yes. That was like my favorite scene as a kid. I would I would try to do them at night. <laughs> That's some influence right there. Yep, yep. <laughs> so the so. next bracket, before I move on to the second round, is The Last Dragon versus Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, shit. Which is, to me, like, the hardest choice in the world. Big Trouble in Little China. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Elaborate. Come on, man. Okay, Big Trouble in Little China. I'm a big Kurt Russell fan. And not only that, it's like, oh, what's the, what's the name of that dude? He looks, he's literally right. He's literally Raiden. He is Raiden. Actually, as that a gamer, you should know that oh, yeah. they, oh, yeah. that movie yeah. inspired the character Raiden. He played, he, he I would have to say. The three characters, or no, there was two of them. One was thunder, one was lightning. They blended both characters together and created Raiden for Mortal Kombat based on the characters from this movie, actually. Because remember the guy that blew up, he's the other one. Mm Mm-hmm. No, no, they they blended both of his powers because the one could, like, fly because of the wind and stuff. So they kind of blended them both together and created Raiden based on them. That was a big inspiration for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't, he basically is. No, he is. That's where they got it from. You know, it's just, it's just like, you know, like during the whole movie, it's like, okay, you know, they're fighting against this dude. And then as soon as he pops into the, you know, into the scene, it's like, okay, you know, it's about to go down. Because this guy does not, this guy does not play around. Dude, he got lightning coming out of his ass. Like, what's up? Okay. This came over, man. Okay. We're all going to finish him and the the round didn't even start. Yeah. I just love, I just love how, you know, when I first saw the movie, I'm like, okay, again, I was probably maybe 10, 11. Mm. And, you know, I'm watching this. This was actually my mom who actually I, I saw the movie with. And I'm like, okay, what's this movie about? It's Kurt Russell. Okay, cool. What's going on? And then it just goes it just goes south really quick, you know. And it's like, okay, where, where is it? You know, like, where, where did these martial artists come from? Why is this dude throwing lightning out of his hands? Why is he flying? What's going on? 
what is happening? Why is that guy's eyes and mouth a light show? What the hell is that? Exactly. Like, what is this dog monster? That That is, is a great part of it. It's like there wasn't a lot of, you know, dramatic buildup. It was like, okay, this is happening. Yeah. There's ninjas fighting in the middle of the street. Okay. And Which then was the they, best part ever. Yeah, so it's just, it just starts. You just get thrown right into it. And I like that about Big Trouble in Little China. I can give you that. But, hey, my man, what it look like? Come loud, too. <laughs> Gotta be. But, oh, boy. But he got the glow. Damn, He's Bruce I Leroy. Really, I, can't, I can't really decide. Who's the master? But... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say showing up is the master, though, man. I mean, look, uh, I, lo- I love Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, all the references to Mortal Kombat, or rather uh, the pregenitors for Mortal Kombat. Awesome. Kurt Russell, awesome. But, yeah, Last Dragon gave me the progenitor to Super Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> If, if you really think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, you got the glow. He I went mean, straight on. Super Saiyan. You're right. <laughs> he really went straight Super Saiyan before Super Saiyan was a thing. Okay. I honestly, I honestly do believe, as an anime fan, I honestly do believe Dragon, Last Dragon, is the progenitor for the Super Saiyan arc. Or even the Saiyan story. In Dragon Ball Z, all you Dragon Ball Z fans, listen up. Come on, think about it. <laughs> I, even, I even think that so much that I made a meme for it. You got to share that on our page. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, I, I will give it to you free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but when Bruce Leroy glows at the end when he's going to get shown up, I'm like, it just dawned on me like a few days ago, like or not a few days ago, like a month ago, like oh my god. He's the original Super Saiyan. Yeah. And that's what it says, like, Bruce Leroy, the original Super Saiyan. It's like, yeah, all right, all right. Plus, the martial arts was way better than it was in uh, in uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. And I, due to play Bruce Leroy, he was amazing in that. You know, he, Eddie Arcadian. He, he is Goku. Yeah. He really, what, he really is Goku, though. He's socially inept, but a daggone, but Michelangelo when it comes to martial arts, it's like, you know, he's so dumb. And that's why I'm like, oh, my God, yes, that is Goku. So I got to give it to them. And plus, kick-ass soundtrack. Yes. You are the, the soundtrack works dragon. so well. You are the power <laughs> of the glow. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and you get, and Shonuff is one of the best over-the-top villains. I mean, come on. Who's the master? Shonuff! <laughs> like, that is so 80s. That is so quintessential 80s. It, it is just, I, I, I just bask in the 80s. Uh, I loved like, all yeah, of it. Anymore. I love it's Bruce awesome. Leroy. I love Vanity Kane. I adored her. Oh, yeah. Eddie Arcadian oh, yeah. was a hilarious villain. He was just the most hilarious villain, and the the thing is, it this the whole reason why the reason why he decided to be a villain. He was just he wants his girlfriend's music video on Vanity Kane's show, and kidnaps her, and that's where the whole like 
rivalry between Eddie Arcadian and Bruce Leroy. It's just awesome. Oh, and also, and also, Eddie Arcadian is like the another version of Krillin, like an evil version of Krillin. Yeah, I mean, I I love Last Dragon. I walk around quoting it all the time, all the time. Oh my God! Yeah, yes, that is so true. Boom, boom. I, yeah. Hey, uh, everyone, your mind's just been blown. Really think about it. If you haven't seen Last Dragon, <laughs> check it out. You'll be like, oh, my God, he's right. Explosion. Rick, he's right. He's <laughs> <laughs> ready. <laughs> it is Dragon Ball Z. Damn it. Uh, it's awesome. Well, now we've made it to round two. Oh, we're just at round two? Jesus Christ. Yeah, we've, we've narrowed it down to round two. <laughs> but now we've gotten our explanations out of the way, so it should go a little bit faster. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> or at least make them shorter. Well, we've already described why we love each movie. <laughs> we've got to describe why we love it better than that one that we also love. Okay, so round two. All right. First matchup is Goonies versus Pulp Fiction. Oh, oh shit. I know, right? Oh, uh, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> My childhood. Oh, uh, uh, someone else go first. <laughs> I'm going to vote for uh-huh. Goonies because that's uh, my favorite movie as a kid. I literally would watch it yeah. every other day. So you can ask my mother. That was my favorite childhood movie was The Goonies. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, The Goonies. Two for Goonies. <laughs> I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Goonies still wins. <laughs> yeah. Pulp Fiction. All right. All I right. That one. Next one is Blade Runner versus the Crow. Uh, both gothic. Both gothic noirs. Jesus. I know, right? Blade Runner. I mean, it's always going to be the Blade Crow Runner. for me. Blade Runner. Blade, Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. Okay. So Blade Runner 2 to 1. See, I told you this round would go a little bit faster. Uh, this so, Legend versus Labyrinth. Uh, legend. Ah, uh, I vote. Legend. I always vote Labyrinth. I like Legend. Trust me. But well, if I, if I have both of them in front of me, I have to pick one to watch. I want to watch the Labyrinth. They should change the name from Legend to the Legend of Zelda. I know. <laughs> Well, maybe that's why it's called Legend. It's so finish the sentence. See? Mind blown. <laughs> I told you, man. The creator said that it's all Legend was like, I can make a cave out of that. Exactly. So, Killer Clowns <laughs> versus Last Dragon. Last Dragon. Uh, Last Dragon. Oh, we're unanimous on that one. 
I love Killer Clowns, but I'm Bruce Lee Ray. All right. Yeah. Next round. Goonies versus Blade Runner. Oh. I know it's going to get harder as we go. I feel your pain. Blade Runner. I'm Goonies. I'm still with Goonies. <laughs> So it's one one. You're the the deciding vote. I, I said Blade Runner. Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, Blade Runner. <laughs> I love I love Goonies, but I got to let you go. All right. Legend versus the Last Dragon. Hmm. Legend. I'm gonna have yeah, Legend. Come on, it's Tim Curry. Yeah, guy love with Tim, Tim Curry. Curry and really Scott, man. <laughs> really All right, so really they've made it to the finals. Blade Runner okay. versus Legend. And they're both really Scott movies. Winner takes all. Blade Runner, it's it's more focused. The story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Blade Runner. All right, one for Blade Runner. Edwin went surprisingly quiet. <laughs> Are you crying over there? <laughs> no. he, he's, he's balled up. He, he, he's in a ball, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's in, in a, fetal position. I'm in a fetal position in the corner rocking back and forth. Does he have the thumb? Does he have the thumb? <laughs> <laughs> Probably up his bum. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not up my bum. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you heard me. He's like, <laughs> like I can't move. Oh, wow. Oh, you have to choose Sophie's choice this time. I know I have to choose. It's just so... They're both good movies. Oh, my God. Both have amazing villains. I know. Yep. <sighs> but I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Blade Runner. Yep, I went with Blade Runner too. So yeah. the ultimate winner is Blade Runner. We gotta go with the time. We gotta go with the time. We gotta go go with the time. Her <laughs> 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 <Or> studio hall. <laughs> oh, I love her studio hall, but I was too young to watch him. I only watched her studio hall show one time, and it was because Vanilla Ice was on, and we had just moved, and my mom let me stay up. In <laughs> living color. I watch it every weekend. My whole family. Uh, oh, that was fun. Okay, Blade Runner ran away with it. Yep, yep. I know. I'm corny. I know. That's what we do here. <laughs> the puns are real. Come on. Very real. How can, how can we not pun it up? 
But yes, Blade Runner ran away with the title of ultimate (laughs) cult classic. It is, because that's 2049. Wow. Wait, what? That was amazing. The 2049 sequel was awesome. What do you think about the remake? I still haven't seen it yet. What? Because they just... Re- uh, yeah, man. They yeah, just, you gotta see it. They just did the remake of Blade Runner. That's not a remake. Was it not? No. Okay. No, I'm, it's a direct sequel. I have, I'm a blonde woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a direct sequel. The one that just came That's out true. recently? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it is called 2049. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. I had my moment. That's why I got to see it. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was beautiful. It it ties in. It ties in with the first one like amazingly. Arguably, I, I almost like it better than the original one. <laughs> yeah, you might get shot I, in some neighborhoods yeah. for that. And I definitely <laughs> got to see it. I mean, like, nah, for real. It's like okay, yeah, some of the stuff they didn't do. In Blade Runner, because of well the time, they did very very well in this one. He was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Story wise, it's tighter. But it was like I said, visually, visually it was beautiful. I saw it in theaters. Oh yeah, yeah. Visually, it's amazing. All right. So where can we find you? Mr. John Rickey. Oh, you can find me at Nerd With Me Reviews on YouTube. Check it out. It's awesome. You'll love our grading system. We actually do this very cool grading system. And I hope nobody has copied it yet. But we do movie quotes as our grading system. Like, I'll Be Back is is our top one. And then we got – and it just goes on from there. You'll see it. It's amazing. Yep, and that's also the, you can find me on Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Nerd with Me. You know, nerd spelled out. Nerd with Me, with spelled out, and definitely right. All right, and the YouTube channel is Nerd with Me or Nerd with Me Reviews. Nerd with Me, just Nerd with Me. I thought so. I wanted to make sure, just so they can find you. I'll make sure my yeah, listeners can find you. <laughs> no. Let's have fun. Ask me to review something. Yes. Anything. Yes. And this was fun. And the, obviously, awesome. that's why I chose to do the movie brackets with you, because then we can kind of review the movies as we go through them and kind of show off your abundance of knowledge. See? Well, I'm glad that, y'all, that you thought of me, and I'm glad mm-hmm. to be a part of it. I'm very happy to be here. It was awesome. Let's do it again. Let's have a part two. Yes, well, definitely. Like 70s, 70s movies or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we'll have a happy 4th of July, everyone, because this is basically our 4th of July episode. So. Happy 4th of July, people. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Well, now you have to give our catchphrase. Night, night, nerds. All right, well, that was fun. 
It was a good time with our friend, um, Mr. John Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> just funny mentioning his name, John Ricky. I know. It's, it's just definitely fun. If, and you have to get a chance and check out Nerd With Me. And we'll have to have him on here again because that was fun. It was a good time. Lots of laughs. And lots of insight to our like weird filmmaker minds. <laughs> you definitely got to do it again. Yes. Because he's one of my filmmaker friends. Like I met him in film school and we've been friends all these years. So it's like I knew he'd be on the same level as me. So it was fun to have someone who was like also a filmmaker who has like their filmy, you know, reasons on everything. And then have, you know, you with your personal reasons for everything. So that was fun. It was a great time and a barrel of laughs. Gotta do it next time with anime with him. Oh, I can't do that episode <laughs> then. I'll just vote One Punch Man all the time. <laughs> so we're going to follow Mr. John Ricky's lead and give uh, our social media. Find us at facebook.com slash I am Candy, SoundCloud slash I am Candy on what is it called? The iTunes. <laughs> I had a total blame fart. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, the iTunes, Nerd Candy, just Google or search for it. And, you know, we're the only ones. And that's all my social media. Oh, Instagram. And Instagram. I am <laughs> underscore nerd underscore candy. Always forget the Instagram one. I know. I should get on the Twitter just so we can interact with you guys a little more. True. Very I mean, true. if which, let me you know what you think. Hit me up on Facebook and say yes or no, yay or nay to yay the Twitter. I say yay. <laughs> and oh, on our website, iamnercandy.com, is where we could find all links to everything we're doing. And you know, eventually I'll get my YouTube channel with content. I have the YouTube channel with content. <laughs> Speaking of content, we need to put content on Twitch and Mixer. Follow you. At the guy in the chair. The guy in the chair, underscore between every word and the one for an eye. So, maybe we have to wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Night, night, nerds. Night, night, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>